Hello and welcome. It's Monday and it's Motivational Monday by Dream and Lucy. Today we talk about a very important topic because we all live in a new world where practically every city and even small town in the world has the environment when you can fit, meet person from absolutely any part of the world. And to me personally, it's always been extremely exciting because you can learn so much about new cultures, uh, the people, the lifestyles, the traditions, and I think it's valuable for us, our lives, business, and everything else. So our special guest today is Jose Ukar. Hello, Jose. <laughs> hello, Lucy, and hello, Jim. How are you? Hello. We're doing great. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. So our dear listeners, today we talk about communication with multicultural audiences. Jose, so my first question is how... What excited you to start? What inspired you to start this journey uh, working on communication and helping others? Well, I, I'm going to answer the question in the following way. When I was five, okay, five years old, and I have no idea why, I was having a conversation with my mom and I said to her, mom, I want to be international. Okay, I'm five, so I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> Nowadays, I've been thinking about it. Where did that came from? Where did that come from? And it's potentially because back then I was living in Venezuela and the best toys came from America. And in a way, I wanted to begin traveling. And I guess probably the first destination would have been America back then. I'm looking at maybe 1985. But then, you know, different things happened in my life. And eventually, I reached a point where I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I was international. I was working for a multinational company. I was traveling a lot. But then there was something inside me. I was lacking a sense of direction and purpose. And that led to a divorce when I was living in Spain. And after that moment, I decided to, to focus more on people instead of myself. And I decided to learn from my experiences and start helping others. And I thought I was a good communicator because that's what people used to say to me. And you get along with people, you communicate very well in different languages and this and that. So far from the truth. Potentially, I came across like that, but inside me was in some sort of turmoil. So as I learned more about myself and I discovered these things that trigger me, that, you know, motivated me and, and didn't motivate me. At that point, I started communicating better with myself and therefore others. And this is what I do. I like to get people to understand themselves a bit better, to reflect, to challenge their views on their reality, because that is one of the best ways to go and communicate with the world. And I hope that answers the question to start with, because I would like to, you know, just to pass on the mic over to the two of you again. Well, it does. Now, <clears throat> pardon me. You mentioned about multiculturalism. Uh, and so I'm wondering when you talk about communicating, uh, how do you get people to communicate their values, their real sense of what they want to do and who they want to become uh, when there's so many different ideas out there? How do you get them to relate with other people and relate with themselves? Look, I'm going to share just to simplify this, because one of the things I speak about is how do we simplify our communication? 
and I came up with my simpler model, which then when we go and communicate, when we go and communicate multicultural environments, even the communication we're having today between the three of us, one key thing is to slow down. I always invite people communicating in multicultural environments to slow down. And it's not just to slow down the pace, but to slow down our thinking. When we begin to slow down our thinking, we begin to be able to think on our feet better. That's the, the first thing of the simpler model. Just to give you a bit of a structure, and then we can expand on this, Jim. Then, intention. We, I'm going to generalize, we don't tend to have a clear intention when we go and communicate. So what is it that you want at the end of the communication process? How do you want to leave the person at the end of that communication process? Intentional. That would be the, the S and now the I. Then multicultural lens. Be open. Be ready. Be curious. Know that nowadays when you jump on a call, especially a virtual call, or depending on the city you live in, when you go out, you're going to be finding people from different cultures. So be ready for it. That would be the M. Then the P for preconceptions. We all have preconceptions. When we hear an accent, whether we want it or not, it can trigger, oh, very nice, or it can trigger, oh, not so nice. Well, be ready, be intentional, challenge them. Okay, very important. When you challenge them, you go and actually begin to see things slightly differently because it triggers something else. Then the language. We all speak in English today. But it's not just the language we use in terms of what we're communicating right now, but also the language we use to influence people. How positive or negative are we being? Okay, that's the L. And then I've got the E and the R, the E, energy in our engagement with others. It doesn't have to be high energy, low energy, it doesn't matter, energy, because we are energetic beings. So bringing energy into our interactions. And then finally, Imagine that we've communicated today, things didn't go as expected. Well, at the end, review, reflect, and refrain. So the simpler model is not to say that we're going to follow the steps, but it gives you some things to consider, to think about, Jim and Lucy, when we go and communicate in multicultural environments or with our neighbor or the person across the desk. Lucy often says to people, <clears throat> excuse me, she often says to people, about that if you were someone that had the, an extreme amount of confidence about something, how would you be sitting? How would you walk into a room? How would you answer the telephone? Would you sit in a chair slumped over? Would you be energetic about it? Would you, would you show you exude your confidence? Because as she's discovered that uh, the, the way we do this also would manifest ourselves. Absolutely. Confidence is key, but then it is, there is a, a bit of a line, I mean, a thin line between confidence and overconfidence yes. and also confidence and lack of confidence. So I think that that middle point is important to link it with authenticity. So it's actually, we're portraying who we are, but authentically without having to wear any masks. So it doesn't fall under or well, on the on the side of overconfidence, or actually we don't fall, you know, on on that lack of confidence. Yes. And then we can create a connection like this one here. But it comes with self-reflection, trying, competence, developing our competence will also help. I'm liking this, guys. Uh, I you, like where I like where this is going. Well, I, I apologize, but how do you, how does it make you feel 
when you um, see people change their lives. You know what, Jim? I I don't often think about it. Mm -hmm. And yes, I can say it feels it feels yeah, it feels good. It feels like I'm you know I'm I'm I could say I'm linking to my purpose. You know I'm I'm connected with something that's greater than just being me. And it also propels me to develop myself further because the more I learn, the more I can impact people. It makes me feel good. But you know what? I don't think about it often enough. What I do enjoy is the presence of that person where I see them making shifts in their behaviors. That is that is something else. That is fantastic. And yes. it's not really about me. It's about them. It's really about them making the effort, taking in you know what we're going through, the process, the conversations, the challenges I pose. My last point, and I apologize. Just taking. <laughs> I, I had too many. I had hey, Jose. I had too many happy pills this morning. Okay. <laughs> no, it's your nerve. Hey, motiv motivation on Monday, right? Yes, it is. So, so how is it? Yeah, you can't appreciate a Friday without a Monday. So, so how was it? Who is it that inspired you? That gave you motivation growing up? That said, made you feel like you know, I, I can do this. I'm worth something. Ooh. So many people, so many people. And I will always go back to the beginning. My granddad, okay? Mm -hmm. He was always the person who inspired me, who always told me, mind the language, speak properly, be respectful, be polite. So those teachings, I mean, stuck with me. And I even, well, today, again, I'm speaking about my granddad. He's not with us anymore. But he was my greatest inspiration, Jim. But then I have to say, I'm always finding myself inspired by the people I I spend time with and I speak to. Yes. And that's, that's a good wonderful. thing because I'm, I'm feeling excited about being with the two of you right now. And then you're making my day. <laughs> well, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Jose, uh, my question goes back to multicultural communication. Uh, out of all the tools or tips that you mentioned, which one is the most important to avoid misunderstanding? Because no matter how hard we try, we often have some misunderstanding when you deal sometimes different cultures, sometimes different accents, sometimes just one person can understand a certain word or the, I mean, there are so many aspects. What will be the best tool to try to mitigate those misunderstandings well i'm going to use a bit of an analogy here and i'm going to link it to an acronym when when things don't go right in our communication i see a bit of a spark and then fire coming out of it <laughs> so i i came up with this acronym which is the foam so put out the fire with foam bear with me four things that I think can answer this question of yours, Lucy. The first one is flexibility. Flexibility in our thinking. Hmm? Flexibility to begin to understand what's really going on. Flexibility to remove yourself and look at it from a different perspective. 
to ask yourself some questions that enable you to gain new perspectives about that reality of yours. Flexibility is key. Then ownership. I know in communication, people tend to say it is a two-way. Of course, you're still communicating with another human being, but you can decide to own the process. So whatever you say, if it's not landing, whatever you communicate, if it's not working as you expected it, because you're being intentional, then you own it and you change it. You apply that flexibility because you decide to be in charge of the process. Then I would say adaptability. Once you're learning and getting that feedback from, you know, your flexibility is not landing the way you wanted it, adapt. How else could I adapt? What can I say? Do I match the language? Do I slow down? Do I, you know, speak? Well, it can be speaking slower or use, you know, the lack of slangs, for example, which tends to happen when, you know, as you know, American English, British English, Australian, New Zealand, for example. And then know that there is a gap in communication. There is always a gap, which is what I call like, uh, have you been to, to the UK, London? Mind the gap. When you're about to get in and get out of a tube, mind the gap. Mind the gap, but be curious about it. Because in communication, there is always a bit of a gap. And what we're doing is bridging that gap through some of the things that I mentioned, plus whatever else people try as well. I mean, I'm not sharing yes. just, um, yeah, the one thing. There are many ways to go about it. But hey, bridging the gap. Oh, it's not working. We're not on the same wavelength. Curiosity, how do I bring it? How do we communicate? How do I build more trust? It is a bit of a game. Mind the gap. Mm -hmm. I like that. It is so important. And I think the big part is patience. Be patient with others because uh, we all sometimes get really impatient. <laughs> well, that's the truth. Yes, we do. We do. So patience. I mean, we are human beings and we make mistakes. It's just, I think that's why that ownership piece is good because, hey, I'm making mistakes, but then I'm willing to learn from them as well. I don't go blaming everyone else because, you know, people didn't understand me. No, I'm not communicating the right way. Let me change that. Yes, when we take ownership of the things that happen in our lives and we go forward because of the mistakes rather than going backwards, then I think it's something remarkable changes. That's when the spark, like you mentioned earlier, comes in our own lives and we can say, okay, this is what it meant. This is what I had to learn. And I think I'm one of, I'm very glad that we had you on today because I can see what a force you are, Jose, to many people's lives. Your grandfather must be proud. Oh, don't go there, my friend, if you don't want to see tears. But I hope he is. He, he definitely had a great impact on our family and the people, you know, in our environment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to carry his name forward, even though I'm not, Jose is not his name, but, you know, carry his name every time I speak about him. I think that's wonderful. It is. It's very inspiring. Jose, thank you very much for joining us and for sharing this valuable tip and inspiring our listeners by your personal stories as well. Our dear listeners, this is Jose Lucar. Learn more, contact him, and use these tips because we all have power to improve our lives and the lives of others, and it's as simple as starting communicating differently yes i mean you, you may hear may think of jose as being a motivational speaker but motivational speakers are a dime a dozen he's much more than that 
Our dear listeners, uh, the sponsor of the month is TypeDreams.site, the beautiful digital art collection for your marketing and inspirational needs. Visit today and use those designs for yourself. Jose, thank you very much. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.